it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I hope you are well and having a wonderful day. So today in my meditation, I I asked what would feel good today to talk about. And what came through was getting through a loss using yoga, meditation and breath work because, oh my God, so many of my clients have had issues with this. So I thought, well, let's just share something with you. And it really is true, actually, because using yoga, breath work and meditation has really, really helped me with my losses. I had a miscarriage in 2012. Now, some of you might know that, others might not. And I was already practicing yoga, but I never, I was never a teacher at that point. And yeah, to be honest, I, because of my veterinary background as well, I had that thought of, right, well, something's gone wrong and it is a devastating loss and something that I could not really figure out as to why because I was healthy, I was eating the right foods, I was had I had an amazing life. Oh, I still do. <laughs> but um yeah, it was just it was just so odd that why is it that I don't know, teenagers can go out, have a one night stand, get pregnant, keep the baby, don't care about it, don't want it, and then there's us people that actually physically want a baby and can't have a baby. And yeah, so I kind of used meditation and and yoga for that. I never really used breath work actually because I never really got into that only up until about two years ago. But yeah, so I'll come back to that in a minute. Um, What I wanted to also talk about was my clients having issues when, well not issues, it's not an issue at all when someone dies, obviously. (laughs) That's a really bad way of putting it. Um, When yeah, when you lose someone, that is such a a devastating thing. It really, really is. And you think, how the hell can I get over this? How can I train my body? How can I move on from this whole massive void in my life that I've got right now? And I, I felt like this when I lost my granddad and he must have, I think he's been gone nearly three years now. And um, whenever I ask for my guides, my my spiritual guides, I always feel close to him. And we had an amazing relationship. We would always mess about together. We'd have fun together. And, and just, yeah, I don't know. It was just something. Uh, and I think because I was the oldest grandchild as well, I, I don't know, I had that special bond with him. And yeah, when when he died, well, we only kind of knew that he was going to die about 10, well, actually, no, 
he had he was 85 i think i could be wrong there but yeah he was 85 and he had uh, lung cancer which then went to stomach cancer and he only had from diagnosis to when he actually died was 10 weeks so really that was amazing that he didn't actually suffer that long you know like people can go through years of suffering and then yeah just become a vegetable at the end whereas that in in my light i feel better that he only suffered for for 10 weeks really but when he did go i remember taking hugo uh how old would he have been and so i suppose he was about five maybe five yeah i think he was five or four um i remember taking him to the where was he he was at a hospice and i remember taking him there just to say goodbye because the day after we were going camping and my mum had said, look, you need to go and say goodbye because he won't be here in a week's time, basically. And yeah, I remember going there and it was just, it was so lovely. It was really, really nice. And at that point, I just felt so loved and so calm and he was trying to joke around and like have a mess about and it was lovely it was really really nice but also I could see that he was in pain he was in so much pain and that he didn't want to show it obviously and he knew that that was going to be the last time that he saw me or that I saw him and Hugo wanted to go outside because he had a really nice room and he wanted to go outside and and look um, at the fountain I think there was a fountain next door or outside somewhere so yeah the windows or the doors were open so he went outside so it meant I could have five minutes with my granddad and oh it was just it was just so lovely really really amazing to feel that connection it was just me and him as well at that point and Hugo was quite happy outside for five minutes and and I don't know and then when I said goodbye I was like I love you I feel so I don't know thank you thank you for being in my life and yeah, now whenever I ask for help within my business or I ask for help with a decision that I need to make, I can feel his presence and I can feel that he is with me all the time. And I know some people, some of you might think, no, that's a load of rubbish. Okay, that's fine. That That's, that's your feeling about it. But actually, if you have lost someone really close to you and you 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 do feel them around things start to happen and you think well that's weird how has that done that or that's weird how has that done that and actually a couple of weeks ago I was in the garden we were all in the garden the kids were playing Darren was doing something with the table outside and I was doing the strimming and this is so amazing this is so weird the the bottom of the strimmer broke so I just put some black tape on it. I fixed it because I was only, I was like halfway through the garden. I was so wanted to get this done. And I thought, right, let's just fix this. Get get some black tape and put it back together again. It then decided after I just about nearly finished that the um, the middle thing fell off again. It pinged off and I could not find it. Could not find it whatsoever. So we ended up going back to B&Q, getting another one. And then at lunchtime... I noticed that, oh, Darren, Darren bought it down. And I was like, oh, where did you find that? Like the one that had fallen off. And he said, oh, it was just sitting on the, on the table, sitting on the garden table. I was like, what? That is so weird. So from the top of the garden to where the table is, it's probably a good 20 meters. It must be 20 meters. And it was just sat on the table. Now, don't tell me that's a coincidence. 
what the hell that is amazing don't you think so I personally believe that my granddad was there and he wanted me to carry on with my gardening and he picked it up whatever I don't know he moved it and put it on the table now for it to go from the top of the garden to the table it's really quite downhill as well and the kids were playing so obviously missed them if it flew it missed them it missed Aaron which was actually in my firing line like in my line of looking and it landed on the table you're like what how is that unexplainable that is just incredible and to me I feel that he was there because because something I don't know something happened but also actually last year I think I spoke about this in the last podcast or another podcast actually uh episode a couple of well I think it was last year yeah it must have been I was picking Brianna up from school from nursery it was about half past five in the evening it was dark it was raining and I pulled out of my junction from my road and somebody was indicating to turn left and they obviously didn't turn left they just left their indicator on and immediately that car had stopped like he was inches away from me from my driver's door he was seriously inches away and both of us just stopped and I thought oh my god someone is out there someone is looking up at me and now I believe that it was my granddad he knew he knew that I would die because this the the road our road is a 60 mile an hour road or the one that the other one that I was trying to get onto and yeah I truly believe that. So somewhere in you, in your soul, in your in your body, you have the power. You have so much. And going back to, as I go off on the tangent, as I always do, <laughs> going back to getting over, not getting over someone, getting through it using yoga, meditation and breath work, it is amazing because it actually does help you. Oh, excuse me. And when you do lose someone and and so many people have done it could be a friend it could be a family member it could be anybody it could be a colleague someone that you're really close to at work someone's died and everybody that deals with it differently and the way that I teach my clients we use breath work and there's so many different types of breath work out there and we have to kind of choose one that works for you and you will then find one that actually works to try and get rid of the pain, to try and not get rid of it, to to live with it because you will never get over someone. It will get easier and going through time, it will get easier. But just knowing that someone else is there or they are there watching you, they are there looking out for you and they truly are. They really, really are. And throughout my business, I ask questions of how I can go on to the next stage or does this feel right and I will get a sign I will ask for a sign like um I don't know a question about yeah shall I do this in my business give me a sign of a feather or a butterfly today if this is right if this is right for me show me a sign show me that butterfly show me that feather and then if it's not right I won't see one but you have to keep a lookout. You have to keep your eyes open. Everything is here for you. It really is. And yeah. And then you will see that if it's right for you, you will see that butterfly. You will see that feather. You will see that pebble or whatever you have asked for. Whatever you feel connected to is, it will come. It really, really will. So by using yoga, when I had the miscarriage, I wasn't allowed to move for 
I think it was about four weeks. It's like being pregnant, really, like having actually giving birth. And when you give birth, you, you're not really allowed to do any exercise um, until six weeks when you get the doctor sign off. But again, with both of my pregnancies, both of my births, they were fine. They were both vaginal. They were both fine. And I actually did start moving, doing just very, very gentle exercises from about three weeks really, because I felt that my body, I know my body so well, and so many people don't know their bodies, and it's incredible. Your body is the most amazing tool. It really is. It tells you so, so much, and we have to unlearn all this stuff, because our ancestors, they would have known about this stuff. They would have been listening to their body, like in animals, in in a natural world. Animals know exactly what to do. They know exactly what to eat, not to eat, they know exactly where to go. They know exactly what to do with shelter, to shelter from the rain, to shelter from the elements. Why don't we do that? We have been taught over and over and over again to not listen to our bodies. And our bodies are so amazing. And we need to unlearn all this stuff. And it's just incredible how, yeah, how once you do start to unlearn it, you then know how to connect to your body more, which then in turn will be able to connect to your guides, which will then be the people that you lost. And it really is incredible. It really, really is. So I just wanted to share with you that I am totally in love with Confused Girl in the City yoga brand. They have all kinds of apparel which include crystal inspired leggings, capris, shorts, joggers as well as tanks, tees, sports bras, hoodies and swimwear and accessories ranging from towels, beanies, face masks and bags. And I have a few of these leggings and tanks and I absolutely love them. They are so soft and really, really comfortable. Now Giovanna who started the Confused Girl brand, she started it as a blog and when she went on her healing and spiritual journey, she met a healer who had a profound effect on her. He had a collection of crystals and told her to pick two to take home. One day she was meditating and she had a vision of creating a line of women's activewear that was inspired by these crystals. Now Giovanna takes high resolution photos of crystals that inspire her and work with an art team to print them onto fabric. Each pair of leggings represents a different stone. These healing crystals balance yin yang energy and cultivate courage, creativity and healing. And their leggings are four-way stretch, breathable and made in LA and they pride themselves in using the best quality fabric on the market. These leggings are great for working out or going out or just chilling as well. So why the name Confused Girl? Well, Giovanna's answer is simple. It is really easy to accept yourself when you are feeling good and your life is the way you want it. But it isn't so easy to accept yourself when things are tough and you are confused. And we shame ourselves in times when we need to be embracing ourselves. Confused Girl is about accepting yourself just as you are at this moment. This acceptance will leave you, lead you to your true nature. Beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. So you can see why I love this brand so much. So head over to the website today, which is confusedgirlinthecity.com and use code yogigemma for a 20% discount at the checkout. That's yogigemma for 20% discount. Head on over now and check them out. And by knowing how you feel, it, it really, really does connect you up. So using your breath, it's just incredible because, or using yoga, let's go back to yoga actually, yeah. So when, when you are feeling low, 
and something's happened and you really don't want to get out of bed. You really don't want to function. You really don't want to eat because you are so sad. You are so full up with grief. You really, really are. And you don't know how to function just by making that one movement. So moving your legs, get out of bed, sit up, just sitting on your bed, closing your eyes, pushing your shoulders down away from your ears and breathe. And breathing in through your nose, holding your breath at the top of your inhale and then exhaling slowly through your mouth. Pranayama breathing, this is called. Will then really start to set you up for a better mindset. So doing three of those breaths, you can cry, you can do whatever you want. You can sit on your bed or sit wherever you are and cry. Let it out. Crying is not bad. Crying is a release, something that you need to get rid of. It's energy again. Energy is all het up inside of you. And yes, you might be angry. Yes, you might have things that are going on right now. And you might have pressure from your family, pressure from your friends or people that love you that are trying to help you, but you don't know how to help yourself. And you just keep shouting at them or you don't really know how to be or where to go or anything like that. And once you do your breath work or once you start with your breath work, which is what I do with my clients, we then move on to very, very gentle exercises, gentle yoga poses, because every time you're moving, you're stretching, you're moving your blood cells, you're moving your muscles, you're moving your bloodstream around your body, you're breathing. So you're getting fresh oxygen into your body, which then in turn brings the endorphins up, which is your happy hormone and decreases the cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And By doing this slowly over a course of three or four months or time is not an issue actually because it can it can be a personal thing. It can take you a week, it can take you a year, it can take you any time. Every single person is different. So don't worry about timing at all. What you need to do, you need to do it for yourself. And if that takes a year, that's fine. But doing something every day will feel make you feel so much better. And it really gets you to concentrate on something else as well. Like, you know, by doing three breaths, you're getting good oxygen in. So after those three breaths, you will slightly feel better. You will slightly, slightly start to feel better. And just try and bring a smile to your face. Yes, if someone has, someone close to you has died, you might not want to smile because you feel guilty. You will feel guilty that that person has died and you are you are really, really sad. But smiling, again, is an energy release because you're moving all the muscles in your face. You're, you're allowing emotion, raw emotion as well, just to come out. And then when you're moving, just two or three moves per day and then gradually building up to maybe five minutes or 10 minutes a day, Uh, maybe even an hour if you want to. But knowing that movement through yoga or breath work can really, really help you. And then the next one would be meditation. Now, a lot of people don't like calling it meditation. You can just sit still, just sit, close your eyes, cry, 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 because that is so, so good for you. Don't worry about being all, all, uh, what's the word? Don't worry about being so self-controlled. It doesn't matter. You have just 
lost someone. You have just lost a person in your life that is so incredible to you and that you love so much. But also know that whenever someone comes round or someone offers offers you help, know that you can take it. You can take that help and and just cry or do something that feels good for you. And that might be dancing and that might be screaming into a pillow. That might be meditation. And again, just bringing in, when we sit in meditation, just closing your eyes and breathing, really connecting to it. You will then be able to find the answers. So ask your spirit guides, ask the universe, ask God, whatever you call it, ask them and say, why? Why am I feeling like this? And you will get the answers. Trust me, you will. And it will take a while. It really will. It does take a long time to actually notice this or notice how you're feeling and really connect with your body. But the more you do it, the better you'll get, you will get at it. So again, practice, 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 constant practice will, like if you want to do a headstand, you're not just going to go and do a headstand straight away. You might, but you will always need practice and confidence to get there and know and trust yourself that you will get there. And you will, like you won't just go straight off and do a headstand straight away. You need to practice, 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 practice all the little bits first to then build up to that one main event, which is the proper headstand. And that takes time. So again, getting through a loss will take time and little steps often will then get you to the bigger goal. And the bigger goal is not to forget this person whatsoever. It's not, it's just to learn to live with it and how you can get through it. So in your meditations, just sitting quietly, breathing, noticing the breath going in and out and pushing your shoulders down away from your ears, noticing the sounds around you. And you can probably hear the birds actually outside at the moment with mine where I am sitting. (laughs) But knowing, noticing all of the little things around you and especially if you're going to go and sit outside, go and sit outside and connect with nature. Now I know I talk about this constantly, but it truly is. Nature is truly our biggest healer. It really, really, really is. And when I had my miscarriage, obviously I didn't have children before then. This was my first pregnancy. I lost it at 12. Well, I thought we lost it at 12 weeks, but we actually lost it at six weeks. So it's called a missed miscarriage when you still get all the pregnancy hormones. You, your body still believes that you're pregnant, but actually it died within six weeks or by six weeks and again there was so much for me it was the hurt or it was the why me again like I said earlier I I was I had the best diet I went to the gym every day I had a good life I did every single thing right and I knew that I wanted this I knew that it was that was the next step in my life I'd been traveling I've got my career I bought a house, I got married, that was then the next thing, the next stage in my life. Now I know a lot of people don't have what they want to do mapped out but for some reason I did and I've achieved every single goal that I've wanted to do and then yeah having a baby was the next thing and actually when you're in your 20s you don't have a clue to be honest, you don't, you think oh yeah be alright, I can get pregnant, it'll be really quick, really easy but actually when you get there it's not, it seriously is hard. And I think I came off the pill, I was on contraception, came off that and then I think it took, I think probably about four months to to get pregnant, which is fine because you don't know. And then, yeah, to be told, so I, I had the 12-week scan, everything was normal, 
like all the blood tests were fine everything was fine up until that 12 week scan and I remember going into the ultrasound room and then someone had said so both Darren and I were so excited everything was fine it was great and then the the ultrasonographer person had said I just need to go and get someone and like okay then you think oh no what happened and yeah then this guy came in looked again and yeah he then said I'm really sorry you've lost it you lost it at six weeks it's called a missed miscarriage and I remember coming out of there just feeling oh my god what the hell have I done what have I done I blamed myself I really did and maybe I was going too full-on at the gym or or swimming too much or something like that maybe I didn't eat the wrong food I never drink anyway so when I do drink it's only champagne but when yeah I was never drinking I had the best life why me and and yeah I just I felt numb but then when we came out I sat down and we had the pictures in our hands of the ultrasounds and I just cried and and then coming out of that room or a different room there was another couple who were so happy they were so elated and I I felt happy for them but at the same time as again why me why me and then I said to Darren there and then when we got back in the car I said to him that when we get pregnant next I'm not going to do that I'm not going to be happy until we get in the car I'm not going to show any emotion because some people might be going through when everything's fine another person might be going through the same as what we have been through so we will come out of that room and everything will be fine we'll be happy but I'm not going to get excited until we get in the car because it's not fair on another person that that is going through the same thing that we went through and actually when I never wanted a general anesthetic but I ended up having one to get rid of it because I tried the pessaries and that didn't work um I tried something else and that didn't work. So in the end, I had to have a general anaesthetic to get it completely out of me. And at one point, I think with the pessary, I was really, really, I don't know, so a tiny bit of me, I know we're going into really disgustingness now, but part of me, when I was in the shower, <coughs> excuse me, when I was in the shower, a bit of it came out and I was really intrigued by it because of my veterinary background, I'm quite into knowing how things are made and how things are built in a body and I was so intrigued by it and Darren thought no that's disgusting I can't do that that's part of the baby I can't look at it and that's fine that's fine that's the way he he was dealing with it but to me I was fascinated and I shouldn't have been but again maybe that's my way of dealing with my loss is that wow this was my baby it wasn't actually formed yet but it was something that did have a heartbeat and has now died and then for me to know that it was coming out that was yeah that well I kept bleeding for I don't know it must have been three months I think and at that point I thought no right I need to have a general anesthetic get this out and then I can carry on and yeah we did I then came I had the general anesthetic to get it out I didn't have any counseling or anything like that any therapy I don't think I just I think I could have had it I can't even remember what I can remember though (laughs) it's really funny is waking up from the anesthetic and asking for some pain relief or the doctors came around the nurses came around and it was a guy and he said to me are you in pain and I said yes um 
it's like really bad period pain, but you wouldn't know what that meant. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) Because I would never say anything like that at all. But obviously it was the anaesthetic taking effect. And and I felt so bad. I thought, oh my God, I, I completely said, I'm so sorry. I would never say that normally. And he was like, it's fine. Everyone says different things when they come around from anaesthetic. But yeah, looking back at it now, you can laugh. But yeah, just to go through that, it's just... Oh, I don't know. And then from then on, I was so determined. I wanted to get pregnant. I wanted to get pregnant. I wanted to get pregnant. And again, why me? Why me? Why am I not getting pregnant? And um, I think it was then it did take about nine months. And then we were in Crete. And I remember coming back from Crete after a holiday and thinking, oh, I actually haven't come on on my period. So let's take a test. And actually, I was pregnant then while we were away. And yeah, going through that with then Hugo, who was absolutely fine, ended up fine. He did have a few issues when he was born. Um, He's got nystagmus in his eyes, which is where his eyes can not controllably, he can't control his eyes, so they flicker a lot. And that was, I don't know why that was, um, but yeah, he's got that. And he did have febrile convulsions, which where a lot of babies get it, where they get too hot and then they start to they just start to fit but he's grown out of that now so that's fine but yeah both babies are really really healthy but again going back to I've gone off on the tangent again (laughs) yoga meditation and breath work using using yoga and what I had learned throughout my yoga experience really helped me move on and move past it and yes I now have two amazing wonderful children but I always wonder what would have been and actually Darren lost his dad when Darren was 13 and we talk about it quite often he's he's very open now he can absolutely talk about him his dad whenever he wants to and and he's fine but sometimes we'll have conversations about what would you think what what would my dad think about us as a couple or our family or our home or what we do in life now and yeah and it's so amazing but he had real issues when he was a teenager growing up because yeah he didn't really have the help that is available now like Darren's 43 now so uh, yeah the times have moved on and there is a lot more help out there now you can go to a therapist you can go to a coach you can talk to anybody I'm always here as well I'm always here for a chat just just click on the the links and and have a chat I'm here for you always but also using breathwork meditation and yoga really, really helps you because it really does make you feel better and knowing that you can then get through anything. And going through a loss is one of the major things in life. It changes you, it really does. But knowing that there is an end in sight and when you're there, when you've just lost that person, you don't think you can move on. You don't think you can get through it. But time, giving it time, doing breath work for yourself, doing meditation for yourself, doing yoga for yourself will really, really help you in any way and getting out in nature because nature is truly our biggest healer. It really is. So go outside, do yoga, meditation and breath work outside in nature. Find a quiet spot somewhere in a park, find a quiet spot in a field, under a tree or on the beach, anywhere that's accessible to you. And do these things because trust me, these things are amazing. They really, really, really do help you. They really do. 
And I know a lot of people, for me anyway, a lot of people think that I'm just so positive and and how can she be so positive when she's lost a child or you're really not right, you shouldn't be positive because you've lost something, you've lost someone. And actually, why not? Yes, that is my way of dealing with it again. I try and put a positive spin on things, although I am very different to the world, but that's me. And yeah, I think a lot of people, well, again, deal with it in their own way. If you've lost someone close to you, like your parents or a baby or your grandparents or a friend, anybody that you feel close to, know that they are there with you. When they've gone, they've gone somewhere else. Or looking up at the stars. I love looking up at the stars and just flickering looking at them knowing that the people that we have lost are up there and actually when my auntie died she died I think three years ago in February just gone um Hugo wanted to know I said look she's gone up to a star she is a star now and whenever it's clear we can see her and we always look at the north star because it's the brightest one and and yeah, he loves doing that. He always says, oh, Auntie Alison's up there. I'm like, yeah, she is. She is. She's looking down on us. She's keeping watch on us. And I feel that more with my granddads. I really do. I feel much more connected to him. I don't ever feel a connection to the baby that I lost. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I know that obviously it happened and yeah, that I put it in a nature way of dealing with it. So from my veterinary background, so if it's nature, there was something severely wrong with it and nature would have got rid of it. So it wouldn't have died later on. And that's how I kind of got through it out of my own personal experience that yes, if we were still in nature, if we were monkeys then it would have just aborted itself anyway because there's no way we'd be able to look after it. So I always kind of put it in that respect and that was how I moved on quite, not easily I'd say, but yeah, something that I always found easier to talk about and being a Libra, I can talk about anything like that. It makes me, yeah, any kind of trauma in my life, I can happily talk about it and others can't and that's fine. You don't have to. Just when you want to talk about it, know that someone is there waiting for you. And also if you get a good listener, they will not judge you. They will not judge you. And I think that's a very good trait is to not judge a person because they, you shouldn't judge. You should be there just to listen And people say that I'm a good listener as well, which is great, actually, because I do, I do listen and I don't judge. And I think that is a good trait to have. Maybe I'm bigging myself up. (laughs) But I think it is, it is something that isn't talked about a lot. Again, loss is not really talked about. It's a taboo subject in Britain and it shouldn't be at all. It should be something that needs to be spoken about because it makes you feel better especially when you've lost that someone that you need to talk to or someone else that's there who's going through the same thing. So knowing that any kind of movement will make you feel better, even if it's just for five minutes, it will still make you feel better. It really, really will. And meditation, it will allow you to bring your your mind and your breath together which will then allow you to be stronger with inside you to then allow you to slowly and carefully move forwards with your life. You'll never forget that person and that's fine. You never will, but you will learn to live with it. And breath work. 
knowing that breath work really, 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 really helps you. And all of these things are on the on-demand yoga classes. So there's over 220 yoga classes on here. There are, I think there's about 15 meditations. So you can go and choose which one. There's visualizations. There's also nutrition as well, a lot of nutrition. And if you've lost someone, you then don't really want to eat and things like that. So go and have a look on there. It's free. It's free for seven days. It's on-demand yoga classes on the website. I'll put the link below. And just go and check it out because it will really, really help you. You don't have to do an hour's yoga. There's five minutes, there's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, there's half an hour and there's an hour's yoga. So just go and find out what you want to do via this and yeah, change your life because it really, really will. It really will. It will help you so, so much. So go and have a look at the on-demand yoga classes. Go and check it out. Well, thank you so, so much for today. I really am so blessed to have you here with me and listening. If you've listened to the whole thing, thank you, thank you, thank you. And from the bottom of my heart, I really, really am happy that you are happy. But yeah, let me know by leaving a comment in the comments below. And yeah, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so, so much for being here.